I was gonna say that I really loved one of the videos you posted. It was so funny about, like it was some famous musician with his daughters about modesty. <laughs> okay, so hi, I'm Jesslyn. I'm the Movie Guy Managing Editor. And Robbie, what's your official title? El President. Robbie Bear, and I am the president and I am the co-CEO. Okay, and I'm so Jeremy, creative content person in the side here. And he's floating. the producer to just smack us around if we're doing anything. That's right. Fun. Keep you guys in in order. Yeah. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Movie Guide podcast. Robbie wanted to talk about modesty, bringing it up, bringing it in hot right out front. Yeah. So, yes. Okay. So, a few at this point, maybe a month or so ago, uh, Christian singer Matthew West wrote a song to kind of poke, let's see, I don't know if I should say tongue in cheek because he was serious, but it was also a joke about how important modesty is in the Christian household. And it contained famous lines like, the modest is hottest and that what boys really like is a girl in a nice turtleneck and a pair of slacks. It was so funny. I think it was funny for any dad period. You know, I mean, I watched the video and like I it? laughed out loud. It was hilarious. I thought it was so funny. It was just so funny. I, I thought it was good, but I don't know if it did well or not. Did it actually perform pretty well or no? Well, in terms of viral hits, it went insane because then he had to take it down and issue an apology because people were livid. Why? They thought it was very offensive and they thought that he was judgmental and he had to issue a nice Instagram what? apology. So I'm uh, actually going to look up and see if I can find the apology. I wish he wouldn't have apologized. All he was saying is that modesty was a good idea. Like, I don't understand why you would have to apologize for that. Well, people don't like modesty, apparently, and we don't want don't people to stumble. I don't understand why this is like a controversial topic. You know what I mean? Like we, like, I actually think, which I know is like, I, this might be a controversial thing. Quote could be controversial. <laughs> I think that like, just like the, there were a lot of good things that came out of the me too movement to be able to just say, Hey guys, be God honoring. Like, just don't be idiots. You know what I mean? Like treat people with respect, like treat people with love and care. <laughs> but on the flip side, it is important for ladies to be God honored. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like I know that this is like a cancel culture world. So as a dude, I'm probably not allowed to say that, but it Canceled. just makes, makes perfect sense that like, we just want to love God so much that we just want to do good things. I think you know, that's I, right. I don't want to lead people astray and hopefully other people don't want to, you know, like we live in community. I just feel like people always try to isolate sin and the truth is that sin is often communal, you know, which is so weird and interesting. So like we live in community, so we want to try to be the best we can, you know, and that's how our we pop culture podcast became a theology podcast in the span That's of five minutes. Right. Okay. So I actually, I found his statement and he okay. said, I'm blessed to be the father of two amazing daughters. I wrote a song poking fun at myself for being an overprotective dad. And my family thought it was funny. The song was created a satire. And I realized that some people did not receive it as it was intended. I've taken the feedback to heart. The last thing I want is to distract from the real reason why I make music to spread the message of hope and love to the world. Wow. I can't believe he even had to do an apology. The song was as bland as possible. Like there was literally nothing wrong with it. I don't get it. Like I mean, it to be modest. I think that we just live in a world of extremes. 
You that know? is true. It's like people want to take an extreme on everything. It's like, oh my gosh, if you're like, I'm, you know, there's that whole movement where women in New York want to just be able to walk around topless. I don't think dudes should be able to walk around topless. You know, they're like, oh, if dudes are walking around topless. Nobody should just, we live in a world of just extremes. You know, it's like, if you talk to somebody who's like vegetarian, they can't talk to someone who's keto. You know, it's like the world is on fire. So I don't know the power of the gospel is to unify. So maybe, maybe we can make a change just one day at a time. But, uh, I thought that was a good song. You know, it, I thought it was a funny song. And if you watch the video, it's very clear that he's making jokes and he makes a lot of pop culture references. But I actually think the video has now been taken down because so many people were upset. Wow. I mean, what a weird world we live in. But, I don't know. You know, it's one of I the think, big tragedies is comedy can't even be funny anymore because it's too offensive. I know. It's just sad because comedy was just such a it's such a value to be able to like just show things in society that might might need fixing but you know it's interesting because you know we're having this last week what we had a lot of different not necessarily hollywood celebrities but we have sort of lifestyle celebrities and these olympic athletes um and there's been a lot of interesting thing about the olympics right jesslyn there is but i want to back up to what you're saying just a second ago about comedy because for a living i have to read entertainment news it's such a hard job i know uh, but one of the things i was reading about is now that last man standing is over tim allen is going back on the stand-up tour wow. and he actually tweeted that he was a little afraid of getting back into stand-up comedy because of cancel culture and because people are so afraid of being offended yeah what a weird world we live in. Okay. So Olympics, yeah. something that has been super fascinating is there have actually been a handful of athletes from all around the world that now that they're on their international platform, they are giving God the glory for their accomplishments. And one of those people is Sydney McLaughlin, who is a track athlete. She said, let me start off by saying what an honor it is to be able to represent not only my country, but also the kingdom of God. What I have in Christ is far greater than what I have or don't have in life. I pray my journey may be a clear depiction of submission and obedience to God. Even when it doesn't make sense, even when it doesn't seem possible, he will make a way out of no way, not for my own gratification, but for his glory. I have never seen God fail in my life, in anyone's life for that matter. Just because I may not win every race or receive every one of my heart's desires does not mean God had failed. His will is perfect, and he has prepared me for a moment such as this, that I may use the gifts he has given me to point all the attention back to him. Wow, what an incredible comment on Instagram. And she's now the world record holder. And I think it's the 400 meter hurdles. Wow. What an incredible story. I love that. And That's I just powerful. love these Olympians and the way that they're honoring the Lord. It is amazing that like they're able to be, that they're so bold about, about their faith, you know, mm -hmm. it's very cool. I have to say that I'm actually don't, I haven't seen the Olympics in quite a while because I don't have TV. <laughs> I actually don't even have a TV. So I shouldn't say that on a movie guide podcast. I love movies, <laughs> but well, you didn't say you don't watch movies. You just said you don't have a TV, but that's, that's not an excuse because you do have a laptop and it's been streaming on NBC Peacock. Is that how you see it? I don't even know how you see it. Robbie, I'm ashamed of you. Have you not read these movie guide articles? About I gotta this? tell you, I read, I love movie guide articles so much, but the only ones I've avoided are the Olympics. <laughs> 
<laughs> which my which my wife loves. I have to say my wife loves them a lot. I just don't I don't know. I don't think enough about the Olympics, but I need to. Now we gotta edit <laughs> edit that out. Oh my god. If you god. read the article, then you would know when to watch. Who to I, watch. I don't know. Should I love the Olympics? Maybe take, I should. Take note, listeners. Now that it's like so Christian, do. maybe I should. I don't know. I love this. This is real life at Movie Guide. And what's great about our product is that we can appeal to so many people, whether or not you like the Olympics or you like movies or you like television or you like pop culture or you love we've got books. something for you. <laughs> Actually, we do talk about books sometimes and we like and to I talk about authors. love books. Well, what are you reading right now? I am reading a book called Factfulness and it's extremely interesting and it's extremely encouraging. Okay. Okay. It's basically now I know this is controversial in the conservative movement, but I like his recommendations sometimes for books. Bill Gates recommended this book. It's called uh -oh, Factfulness. I know I don't recommend the book Factfulness for you to be able to read yet because I have not finished the book. So I have no clue if it's going to be horrible or anything. And there are plenty of ideas that, that I don't necessarily even agree with, which we're not going to go into like anthropogenic um, climate change and stuff. But anyway, <laughs> I think that, um, this is one of those things where I'm not recommending that book, but I just find it very interesting and encouraging. And we try to read as much as humanly possible to consume and, and learn interesting information. But the thing is that it's like so upbeat. It's basically how the world is getting better. Thanks to free market capitalism, the world is getting just better. And a lot of the things that they found is that actually the higher educational attainment you are. Okay. So like if you have like a PhD or, or a master's, the more wrong you are about facts around the world. So like the facts about the world, you are more wrong, the more educated you are. So basically <laughs> what they found from their studies and basically what they found is that like every, everything's getting better which is amazing. And you never hear that this ties back into media because when you watch the news or things, you always see such negativity. And I think one of the things that's so awesome about movie guide is that we try to be so positive and uplifting and tell people stories of encouraging things because you just don't hear that in the news. You always hear, you know, fear. It's the state of fear. You hear one fear after another, but really what they found is the world's getting better. Like for example, Tell me, the, I'm ready. The creation of the United States, um, the average life expectancy was like in the 30s, okay? Like 30 years old. So okay? I'm about to die. Yeah. But the thing is that what they- I'm above average is, is that because now, okay, the average life expectancy around the world is 72 years old, okay? Which is like amazing all around the world. Then the other thing that's interesting that they said in it is like our discussion and our idea about developing and developed world is literally idea that came out of the 1960s. Okay. So really there's, the, they say the majority of the world um, is would actually be in the developed world. It's not the developing developed world anymore. That's totally a myth. The majority of the world is actually in the developing world. Majority of people are actually in the middle class. Um, around the world. So he, he talks a lot about how the gap theory is like totally wrong. Um, mm. And he actually says that like most of the world lives um, like America lived in the 1950s, you know? And so actually the world's getting more successful, uh, healthier, um, more educated, like actually things are really looking up. So it's actually one of the, 
most peaceful books to be able to, <laughs> to be able to read because it's like so encouraging every day. Brought like to you by these, Bill Gates. All these facts, you know. Yeah, of all uh, the people. That's pretty fascinating. I know actually. of all the people, but it's actually just it's actually the world. And and I think that actually does tie you back to pop culture in the media because of the fact that it's interesting that the media like it just puts a spin on stuff. You know what I mean? And we no. as Christians <laughs> Yes, it does. <laughs> and we as Christians, like we get to live in hope. You know what I mean? Like we believe that the gospel is good news. And I just think that Christians forget that. And I feel like my own, like, I just feel like God is a God of hope, you know? And like, we live in incredible hope. And it's like, the, what, what more would the devil want to do than just tell you bad news? You know what I mean? And send you into despair. But the thing is like, there's so much good happening in the world. People are living longer. Babies are doing better. <laughs> More people have food. Abject poverty is almost eliminated. Like there's a lot of good things to be excited about and encouraged about. And the gospel is the best news of them all, you know? And I just think that we forget that as Christians. I just almost want to tell every Christian, like you get to be a beacon of hope. Like don't be a beacon of sadness, like be a beacon of hope. Like God is living in us, you know? Man, this makes me feel bad that my parents say I'm basically like Eeyore. <laughs> oh, no. really? I've always talked to you and you always seem so positive. Yeah. <laughs> it's because I'm at Movie family. Guide. Movie Guide makes me happy. Oh, <laughs> I hate you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he did not. It just happens to be true. But I think you're right, Robbie. I think so often, especially as Christians, we can get discouraged because we take our eye off of what God is doing right now. And instead, we focus on the storm around us and we get discouraged when we've got to be like, wait a second. Where is God in all of this? You know, God is on the move everywhere and it's incredible. I mean, I was talking to my, one of my mentors um, and I've told you guys this story, but you know, he was at a restaurant and he told the waitress about Jesus Christ and she came to Christ. And then the person behind the booth stood up and said, okay, my turn, you know? And like, we almost forget, like, this is good news. Like there's a world of darkness and sadness, but they don't have to be. They can live in joy. I mean, think about the disciples. Like they were so joyous. They were even singing in prison, <laughs> you know, which we don't, obviously we don't experience the same thing, but like we do want to experience waves of joy, you know? Um, but I just think that like, I think one of our focuses is a movie guide, which I'm so impressed by Miss Jesslyn on that and the whole crew and Jeremy and everyone is just, we want to focus on those encouraging stories that let people know. And that's why hearing this girl um, who's just like so talented and incredible and won this Olympic gold or other things that she's won, like speaking up and like standing up for the gospel is so encouraging. You know what I mean? And even her post was so encouraging, you know? And I think that like, it's almost our job is to fight against kind of the negativity, which is, it sounds weird in our current age to even say that, but I don't mean that in a weird way. I just mean like, fight against the joy killers <laughs> that's the you know? new motto movie guide podcast fight against the joy killers exactly like we're we we get to have great joy and that's why i think even bringing it back around about comedy when we started the conversation it's like that's a beautiful thing that we get to do as human beings is laugh about stuff you know and make fun of ourselves <laughs> you know See, that even made me laugh now and i was afraid to laugh on mike <laughs> and like the thing is that like cancel culture like wants to to stop that but it's like no like we want joy like literally the devil wants to stop joy 
you know, from happening. And we want, we want to live in a world of joy. And there's so many good stories with that, you know, and I love, so I love all the upbeat stuff about the Olympics and I'm excited to be able to watch more of it. (laughs) Know from movie guide, where to find that. Uh, Watch the recap on Peacock. Peacock. (laughs) Yeah. I will get Peacock to be able to do that. Or YouTube. I still want to watch Simone Biles final beam routine and see what she did to win bronze, but I haven't been able to find it yet. We have a amazing person that that's us. Um, well, I'm going to cut that. Never mind. I was going to talk about Gary's Alaska's daughter, but that will be a sidetrack. All right. <laughs> well, what else you got for us, Jesslyn? What, what else? else have we got? Well, one of the things that people have been watching on television is America's Got Talent. We all love a good reality television show. And one of the fascinating things about America's Got Talent is there are often so many contestants who inspire hope. And one of those contestants was a girl named Nightbird, who at this point in time has decided that she's going to leave the competition to focus on her health. But she rallied so many people around her because of her focus on joy, like you were saying. So she's going through these horrible life circumstances. She has a type of cancer that only has a 2% chance of survival. And she looked at the judges and she said, 2% is better than 0%. Wow. I watched that little video that you, that we put on movie guide and I just, I teared up on it. It was so touching. You know, it's really fascinating. And I feel a personal connection with her because we go to the same denomination of church and we have friends in common. And, you know, that's the kind of person, though, that we want to see in media. We want to see someone who honors the Lord and chooses to focus on positivity. And it's not about the drama. It's not about the negativity. And I think her story just inspired so many people around the country because of her focus on happiness and the fact that despite her life circumstances, she was not going to let that get her down. Wow. That's powerful. I mean, I, that actually reminds me in the Bible about the story of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And I think that's like such a powerful moment in Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego because, you know, they're, they didn't bow down, you know, and they are going to be thrown into the fire And I just love that comment that they say in there that like, we trust God. We trust God if he shows up or even if he doesn't show up for us in the fire, you know, and it feels like she's kind of a living embodiment of that in a lot of ways of just like, wow, she loves God and trust God no matter what happens, which is very hard, you know, a very hard thing to do. I mean, as a, as a, a kid of a wonderful mom who's been on chemo for, over 20 plus years, you know, it's a tough thing, you know, but it's just, that's, that is a really incredible, incredible thing that she's willing to sort of stand up and show people joy and hope, you know, this is a side note, but a lot of people cite that as their favorite story in the Bible, but why do we never hear those names anymore? No one is naming their kids a Shadrach, Meshach, or you know, that is so interesting. You're exactly right. I don't think I've ever met any buddy with those names. <laughs> I'm going to name my next child Meshach. I would love to know what their Hebrew names were. Cause I know that that's another interesting thing about it is like, we don't hear Daniel's, you know, uh, Babylonian name, but we do hear Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego's Babylonian name, but not their Hebrew name, which I think that's interesting too. 
If you are a Bible scholar, please call Movie Guide and give us the correct information here. <laughs> yes, please. We would love to know. Um, I think that's that's so sad. But, well, you know, Lord, please heal this woman. If it be your will, heal her so that people all around the world can see your glory. Amen. I love uh, it. I do think it's interesting. The hope and the optimism is the same, even if you are dying from cancer or winning a gold medal in the Olympics. It's that same motivating like, I think that positivity. Is power, it's amazing. The power of the gospel, for yeah. sure. It's totally yeah. unique to the gospel, too. Way to go, Jeremy, to bring it all back I full know. circle. Look at I'll that. Got to bring it around. Producer, That's why we keep around. him around. Um, I just think that, man, I'm so, I'm like hyper empathetic. So <laughs> I feel so sad for this woman. But the thing is that I just hope, Whew, hopefully God heals her here, you know, but let her story inspire you. The fact yeah. that she's not focusing on her negative circumstances and instead she's focusing on who God is. Yeah. I, um, and then there was, what was the other thing that you, I was going to talk to you about that you just got me thinking about, Oh, okay. tell me <laughs> to I'm end ready. it on movies at least. Um, I, Obviously, we all love movies because we work at Movie Guide and we love other entertainment stuff. But one of the things that I was absolutely shocked about was Boss Baby 2. Have you guys seen it? I have not seen it. I it know. Was it's a shame. really good. Okay. And it was like super duper conservative. Okay. I don't know if I should say this on the podcast, but Gasps. it was super conservative. Um, and it was all about like how schools like are trying to take control of kids and how like really the parent needs to take care of the kids, you know? And like, not, it wasn't like anti-school. It was just like, Hey, the parent needs to kind of be the, the rock for the children. And it was just like a very cool, very cool story. I, I, I can't even believe when I was watching it, I was like, I can't even believe that they're able to make this, you know, cause it's so conservative. Um, well, I wow. think it echoes what a lot of people's, where a lot of people's hearts are right now is like, so I'm a new mom. My son will turn one in 10 days. And that's hard to believe that he's almost wow. a year old, but it's one of the things that even when I was pregnant, I was like, what do I do about raising him in the church? How do I teach him about faith? How do I teach him um, about who God is and be able to stand up for his beliefs when he's in school? And I think it's refreshing to see something in the mass media entertainment that really proves Movie Guide's hypothesis, which is that movies that have more family and faith values actually do better in the box office than movies with gratuitous content. And it's fantastic to see how movies like this are performing because it's actually done pretty well in the box office as well as on streaming. And I think parents and families alike are encouraged when they see something that's wholesome and edifies their values. I think it's been... I think you're exactly right. And it's just very, very cool. And it's just, it's just kicking butt, but it's just, you know, you're exactly right. And one of our premises is that, you know, good content does well. And I think it's just cool to be able to see that, you know, we've been working with so many people behind the scenes for so long and, you know, Hollywood produces some great content. And I think oftentimes the, the church just wants to throw out the baby with the bathwater and that's why they need to check out movieguide.org because there's some amazing, amazing content that is very family honoring or God honoring that Hollywood produces that, that they should see to like build up their, 
their own faith or their own family. And I think that boss baby is one of those where it's like just incredibly, very conservative, very, um, cool thing, um, that I totally recommend, but yeah, I think it's fun and we love getting to work at movie guide and it's a joy to work with all of you guys is a ton of fun and kick butt and make a difference. And we thank everybody who listening to this as we're walking through and learning how to do this ourselves. We kind of want you to feel like you're just in our office as we chat, because these are things we actually chat about all the time. We love chatting about theology and philosophy and movies and everything from, you know, costume changes to, <laughs> you know, shots to, to deep things too. And so you guys get to be behind the curtain as the things that we kind of talk about. And I want to thank you guys so much for listening to it. And I hope you'll tune in and hit the subscribe button or the follow button or however the buttons work on <laughs> these things and uh, just be able to stay listening to us because we have a lot of fun things that we're going to do. 